What up, what up, what up, y'all? I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm OB. And this is The Kickstand, a place where you're going to kick up your motherfucking feet and chill out for at least an hour or so. Don't forget, you can always find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, Spotify. You can check out our Patreon for some exclusive stuff. You know, the more you subscribe, the better we feel. Um, And today, people, he's back again. Yep. What is this, number three? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it, is it yeah. like four? Like five? Three, three, this three. three. I be forgetting, yo. But who's counting? Not me. Yo, we be having, yo, it's niggas like, like, motherfuckers like you, nephew, these motherfuckers be here so much, Los, like, like, yo, I'm, I'm, at, at some point, I just was like, I'm not even gonna count no more. I'm just like, yeah, he's back. I mean, we not counting shit. The family, back. the family yeah. is in the building. He's yeah. back. So, Kojo is back in the yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Hot. So, I'm gonna start it off <laughs> the way that we always... Fuck. Yeah. I already know that. They know that. They actually probably enjoy you not being prepared. That's not good. This is what happens. That's not good. <laughs> You'll get there one day. One day you will surprise the shit out of me and be prepared for that. But in the meantime, we're going to play Kick That Lyric. I'm going to say a lyric. Has Culture ever been on the show when we did that? No, no this is so new. This is so new. So, Kick That Lyric is basically, we start the show off like this, right? What Troy's going to do, Yes. Troy's going to read. A set of lyrics. Okay. Could, Just, be, a, could be a song. Could, could be a be rap right. song. Okay. He's gonna read it. He's not gonna spit it. He's For gonna sure. read it. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what artist it is and what song. What the song? All right. Okay. All right. Tell you now that shit is kind of hard. Unless you it's, do some super dumb easy shit, that shit is hard to right. get. Let's right. see what we're working with. So, alrighty. So, looking out across the nightlight. Sorry. Rephrase. Let's start this again. Looking out across the nighttime, the city winks a sleepless eye. Hear her voice, shake my window, sweet seducing sighs. Get me out into the nighttime, four walls won't hold me tonight. In this town, it's just an apple, then let me take a bite. 
Oh yeah, y'all gonna kill it without giving nobody the, <laughs> the rhythm or the That's flow. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I should be ashamed though, cause I'm somebody who focuses on lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, now I have no clue. You got me. Looking out. Oh my god! Do you know how many times I've seen Yo, wait, wait. I listened to this lyric for the first time, and I was like, because you know you just kind of hum it with Mike. Mm -hmm. And so it was Michael Jackson, Human Nature. But you kind of hum it with Mike. Yo, listening to the lyric and looking at the actual written word, I was like, yo, that shit dope as hell. And that first verse was just about, yo, I just want to get out. I want to be free. You know what I'm saying to you? Michael will eventually tie into one of the righteous and ridiculous stories today. But yes, it was Michael Jackson, Human Nature. Mike. It's hard. It is. It is difficult. Hey, I believe with the shoes on, but I never get it either. So I, I, I know the story on this. Yeah, the, the moment, That's fucked up. The, mm-hmm. moment, the moment you started mm-hmm. with the look, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Everybody knew what it was immediately. All right, so new music going to run down the list of some good shit that I really am fucking with right now. Yeah. Uh, Kyle has a new video um, with Tiana Taylor. It's called F uh, F U I Love You. Shit is awesome. Good stuff. Uh, Lizzo's Truth Hurts has a new remix with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ashanti is out with new music. Um, she has this real Afro beat kind of situation going on now. Um, so she has one with um, Afro beat called Pretty Little Thing. And I think she's on one of his situation. New album alert. We got Common with Let Love. So I haven't gotten a chance to listen to these albums yet. But I will be. Um, Obi Trice. No games, no gimmicks. Uh, Obi Trice is back with the fifth. Um, we have Wale with BGM and then Jadena 85 to Africa. So I'll review those and come back to y'all on that. But those are going to be good. 85 to Africa, I heard, is really, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I heard the same thing. So definitely, definitely there for that. Okay, so let's get into Righteous and Ridiculousness. You chime in as, as we see fit. Then we definitely want to talk about some of the big projects and the big things that you got going on. Because I hear it's amazingness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. ear beat to the street. I mean, it's Kojo. I mean, that's <laughs> what I like, expect. Okay. Alright, so in the world of Ratchet and Ridiculous, let's just start off with what goes with today's Kick That Lyric. MTV quietly phased out Michael Jackson's name from the Video Vanguard Award. I didn't realize that, but as that show was going on, it actually was fade out. They would they would just call it like when you would see the advertisements on it, they would start calling it the Video Vanguard Award after Missy won it. Oh, like yeah. Damn. MTV, y'all already fucking up. Don't nobody want to watch this shit? No way. But you you want to take off the legend of legends names off of it? You created the award because of him. But now we're taking it off altogether. So. We can't have shit. So no, it don't matter. No, we definitely can't. <laughs> we can't have shit. Can. Welcome that, to the entertainment. That is a hot ass mess. Um, moving on. Dave Chappelle with the new Netflix special. Mm-hmm. It's called um, Sticks and Stones. Stones right. Yo, it is fucking hilarious. I think Dave Chappelle has found a niche to be able to, in a world where we're so desensitized, to kind of get to the point where he's like, look, I'm still going to be a comedian, and I'm still going to say whatever the hell I want to say. And either you're going to like it or you're or you going to hate it. I mean, that's that's why I fuck with Dave, yo. Yeah. He's, he's so raw. He don't give a fuck. Right. Like, I'm, there's still not one show that was like Dave Chappelle's show. Not one. Yeah. No. There's no show. He he literally, and that was a time point when this Chappelle show was still airing. Mm-hmm. That's when we were slowly moving towards the phase of everybody being so sensitive and mm-hmm. somebody saying something. He's digging the fuck. Yep, that's crazy. I never got a 
into it. Like I never, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm off the grid. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Dave show. Chappelle show was great. But one of the things that he says in the stand up was when he was doing a Dave Chappelle show. You know, they have like a a, a censorship where you kind of go to the network and you talk to one specific person. He was like, if you make a Chappelle show, you'll talk to this person all the time. Right. So he goes to it, and Dave was like, and and a lady was like, hey Dave, everything else is great. You just can't say the word faggot. Right. So yo was like, okay, cool, no problem. Then he turned around and he thought about it for a second. He was like, hey, real quick. I was like, why? He was like, why can't I use the word faggot? But I can use the word nigga so indiscriminately. So she was like, she's like, Dave, because you're not gay. So So he says, I'm not a nigga either. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, and that's the genius of Dave Chappelle. Like, he is amazing. And so, um, for in this special, uh, he also lets guests actually ask him que- like people right, right. in the audience actually ask him questions for the first time. Like that was that was super dope. dope. So, and the fact that he <laughs> yo slandered that he was like, um, but he said something about um, if the audience was in Atlanta because there were some people that paid like eight hundred dollars for a ticket. He was like, oh, in Atlanta they were paying like sixty five dollars for this ticket, so <laughs> y'all got fucked. But whatever, right? <laughs> like glad like, right. y'all here. But yeah, so I'm excited, excited for Dave Chappelle, new work. And I'm hearing that there is definitely new work for Dave Chappelle as well. Speaking of black people on Netflix, Eddie Murphy has two things that are happening, really. He has this deal that's coming out that is going to be 70, at least $75 million on Netflix. What? That shit is nuts to think about. Yeah. What kind of product that's going to be, we don't know. That shit is just nuts in general. $75 right. million, man. Right. That's a football contract almost. Yeah. And that's in, literally almost a sports contract. In addition, we're looking at um, him also having the Rudy Ray uh, Moore story. Um, was Dolomite? Dolomite, shit. yeah. The Dolomite story is gonna be on Netflix. That's like it's gonna be this movie looks good. Hilarious too. It looks yeah. good. So there's Eddie a movie starring as Dolomite. Whole trailer. And, whole trailer. Uh, of course, coming to America too is coming to America too is coming out right. Still like, in front uh, of that. You know, look, I'm I'm actually looking good forward to these old black sequels. You got Coming to America 2. I got the hookup 2 and 3. <laughs> I can't wait. And the one thing they make a sequel to Hall of Nights. That shit ain't happening. Uh, Would be dope, but you know. How would they play out? Like we lost too many people in there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you, you, yeah, right. you don't have Red Fox anymore. You don't have Della Reese anymore. You don't have Richard Pryor, right? Yeah, like, some people from that cast that was like the prominent main catalyst. However, and copyright, copyright right now. However, if you have new gangsters who are new comedians, you know what I'm saying, to you in the game, they can hold their chops, whomever they may be, but they're descendants of those characters. Right. Because right. clearly, it was like the 1940s, 1950s. And that's how it was, too. It's not, like, this person died in the family, like, right. the shit continues. It's like, right. they just go down the generation, generation. You know, they well, just in a new drug trade, you know what I'm saying, to you, and it's still comedy. Because truth be told, Harlem Nights was never meant to be a comedy. It was never supposed. It had uh, granted it had some heavy hitting comedians oh, in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was actually never supposed to be right. a comedy. It was a it was a gangster movie for real, for real. Favorite, but it was yeah. just a funny ass gangster movie. That's yeah, all. it was my favorite movie. I would watch that movie every night. I could watch that shit. I could finish the movie and restart the whole shit yeah. and watch it. Then guarantee. Harlem in my in my in my black collection of movies, Harlem Nights is up there with like Friday. Guarantee like they, they are black. Cult actually, classes. like Harlem Nights is better than Friday. But Paul Matt is definitely top tier black comedy, like for sure. One hundred percent top mm-hmm. tier. Like so um speaking of black peoples, just how I segue these days. Like, <laughs> you know, 
So Reebok is announcing a sneaker contest inspired by Cardi B's ad. So, no, which is not good. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. And it's really dope because of the way that they'll do this, and I'll explain in a second. Um, winning season continues for rapper Cardi B. Not only will she be starting her starting her first movie, Hustlers, she is now inspired by Reebok's latest giveaway. As we know, Cardi has never been afraid of the sparkle. Um, it's... Her shiny personality that inspired the latest collaboration with Reeboks. The brand is giving away 50 pairs of Swarovski crystal-covered uh, Club C sneakers. With a brand announced that Cardi was going to be the face of Reeboks and released the ad to her superhuman manicure, it drew a lot of attention. The response promoted a giveaway of the sneakers and the ad of the Swarovski crystals, crystals, I can't speak today, as an added bonus. From now until September 7th, 7th you can, I can't speak at all, you can enter to win your own pair of crystal-coated Club C sneakers. Only 50 pairs of the limited edition sneakers will be given away. So here's the catch, though. In order for you to win the sneakers, you must have an Alexa or Google Home. So that was the part that I was like, okay, what does that's, this mean? That's very fair. So if, <laughs> right, like that's, that's fair, I guess. So if you have an Alexa, you'll say, Alexa, open Reebok sneaker drop. Um, if you have Google Home, you'll say, Google, open Reebok sneaker drop. From there, the Reebok sneaker drop will uh, skill will download, and you'll be able to um, open up everything from there and... Pick out your size of the shoe and enter in the contest until September. 6th. That shit trash now. It was right. cool at first, I right. did, but now that shit garbage. <laughs> what make you think everybody? Selective. I mean, yeah, very. Selective. Well, it didn't matter. You knew ninety percent of these people weren't going to win. You only got fifty pairs. Like, but what make you think people just have Alexa and Google Home just chilling in their crib? You'd be surprised. Hustle. Yeah, it's the hustle though. Yeah, because you know they all probably working together. Exactly, it's so. marketing too. It's like that shit's garbage. Fuck but you'd be surprised. Um. So, question for you. What do you think about the top 50 rappers list? Mm. Um, I'm probably going to be randomly just asking this question ass. from now on. Ass. You think it's ass? I do. Totally um, agree. You know, because of the main headlines mm. that, and nobody got passed, mm. uh, you know, like the three. Joe Button was three. <laughs> mm-hmm. Joe Button had some nice shit. Joe Button happened to be one of my favorite Joe, No, no, no. no. Was nice. People, people yeah. don't, people, uh, that, that, that's the thing that sucks about when you are an artist turn radio personality or podcast, you know, your entertainment, you you leave the music industry technically and you move to this talk show network because people really fail to realize Button probably one of the nastiest lyricists in the game. Yeah, even on prior, the low. Like, yeah, even prior to that, it's the the fact that he didn't conform he had the one hit which everybody tried to make fun of the pump. But it's like thing. He did, yeah, he didn't perform. Outside of that, yeah, he didn't play the game. Guess what? Mm-hmm. It's still multiple niggas who Ain't fucking with Button. No, 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 no. I, I, a lot I, of greats are not fucking with Button. No, I, yeah. I truly believe it. Even, <laughs> like, I'm, a, I'm a Jay-Z fan to the core. But same even, here. Even when he started throwing shots at Jay during the mood music time, mood music time mm-hmm. Jay only gave him ordinary Joe Button up and he just backed away. Yeah, Joe Button told him, like, now it's time to study your understudy. Yeah. So right. he knew that what, what Joe was capable of because you know throughout the career with Jay you know yeah. rapping over the pump it up snatching yeah. it after button made it hot so um yeah man um I didn't go too deep into it I was like uh messed up when I you know after hearing people talking mm-hmm. and people didn't have DMX on <laughs> listen like yeah. 
What? Wait, wait a minute. How? So well, on on the actual list, the DMX says he's just number twenty two. He at the bottom somewhere. He in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Falling in the middle, but yeah, he's just not in the upper level. Once again, even one, one through ten at least. Once again, you know, I'm, you know, we all from the different era. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you know, I talk to you know cats that's older who feel like yo, he's not even. In the conversation for them, but then I talk to other no. people, and it's just like, "Are you crazy?" Because I, yeah. I mean, I was just literally having this debate. Sean Price is an artist from boot camp. Click, he passed mm-hmm. away now, right, or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to his, I spoke to his stepson in New York uh, back in March, and he was telling me about um, they didn't have like the big parade or whatever no, when he passed right. away. But what people don't know is Jay Z paid for the funeral mm-hmm. because what he gave, what he gave to the game. Right. And when I look at stuff like that, and like I'm not a big Sean Price fan, but my brother is like crazy. <laughs> so is my cousin. When it comes to Sean Price, mm-hmm. so we had this debate between us, like who you taking, Sean Price or Baby Siegel? And I'm like, dog. For oh. me, it's Beans. It's not even. That's yeah, for me, me, it's Beans because of the fact that Beans' presence was so bigger at the time for us, kind of growing up. So right. you're just like, okay, well, that that makes sense. Yeah. Sean Price is a killer. Yeah. On, on the mic, on yeah. the beats, but he never gave us a record. Yeah. But then it's, it's kind of tough because then it's like, well, Joe Button never gave us too many records. Right. I mean, Joe, Joe was killing the mixtape right. game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you know, to this day, Moon music is definitely like Classic. it's just great. And even shit. verses on Slaughter and Slaughterhouse, you know what I'm saying? Too? So like we we discredit where Joe came from. Joe's Joe's one of the biggest names in pop culture today. Yeah, yeah. Still alone, like you cannot go anywhere without being like, yo. How do you not know Joe Button? How do you not know Joe Button? How do you not know Joe Button from now? If it's love and hip hop, if it's his own podcast, you on revolt, like you everywhere. So you, you oh, yeah, he created your whole brand. Yeah, he's definitely cornered the market and he's killing it. And I, I like what he said. You remember uh, Tupac said the thing about um, should nobody try to go to war mm-hmm. or whatever unless you got your paper right and exactly. whatever. And he like now, you know, all of these years of feuding and having his. You know, riff with yeah. M and all that. Mm-hmm. He like, yo, I, I can go to war now. If you want to, like, yeah, yeah, my bread together now. Right. So, exactly. yeah, man. Um, so I, I did, I didn't agree with like the list because I seen like certain th- people that either A was left off or really yeah. ranked really, really, really low. But and speaking of left off, looking at the list, so females don't rap. Is, is this is, is, what is there no Snoop on there? No Snoop on there. Snoop but looking Snoop. at the list, females don't rap. Um, at this point, on that top fifty list, let's take away. Let's take away even being this point, okay. because that because there are rappers on this add list. Some female rappers to that list immediately. Off right, the top there are rappers that are on this list that ain't put out albums in over twenty years. Females don't rap. Like, what are we talking about, guys? You know the person that they give the credit to. Exactly, L Boogie, right? Mm-hmm. Like Lauren, she's still not on this list. And how did that 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 threw me off? Like, how's Lauren? Lauren you, Hill was you, Lauren Hill was the nicest in the Fugees. Like, she was, right. but you, do you not you don't hold her to the same standard? I mean, in like, the, that's the Andre, that's the music industry now. That's as, the industry. As, as what to Andre like Andre three thousand, but Andre three thousand is on the list. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Right. The fact that they would look at it and say she gave us. The bars on the Fuji album, mm-hmm. and but then they gave she us, gave us one album, but not a rap album. But, 
Yes. But still, that album, she's still touring off of that album. That oh, no, album no, 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 no. Absolutely. Like, there's no... There's no... Miss Education Lauren Hill was probably one timeless. of the hardest fucking female albums I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, no, that's timeless. I just understand. Whoever did that list was focusing on... And to me, I mean, to me... Another it, thing. And like I say, trying yeah. to, you know, create the clout. It's bi- it's, at the end of the day, yeah. yo, that list is going to be biased. Because right. it, it's like... I can make a top 50 right now. My top 50 might not look like your top 50. Right. right. So I was like, it's biased. So whoever made that list, that's their opinion of what right. they're... That's their but I think the reason that it sparked so much debate is because who is on here is it's still some of the, the heavy hitters that really connect with you. You're looking at the, the, the late 80s, early 90s, late 90s. 2000s, like the people that will, if you if you say the name, it sparks in your but mind. I, I think off the top, ju- just wondering, did you see the Oprah interview? Which one with Jay Masterclass? Yes. When he did his thing, and I guess this is where I look at that when we talk like the female rapper mm-hmm. thing. He said, uh, "Anybody can hit a half court shot mm-hmm. one time or two times." Mm-hmm. Bill Russell won. 11 championships as a player. Right. So he showed greatness. Jay said he understands he will not be in that white hot space. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you only get that once. Mm-hmm. So because of that, and this is Jay-Z saying, right. like you only get that white hot space once. Right. But to last a test of time. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is a lot of times people want to rate and give people credit so early and they've only done one or two things no, mm-hmm. right that it doesn't have a long enough stance to my add up because, like I said, right now, mm-hmm. like let's just be like completely real. Oh, really? yeah. Right now, there's a ton of people that's hot really than Joe Button. Right. There's a ton of people in, that's hotter than Jay Z, mm-hmm. but they don't have the baby. Doesn't have that. This catalog right. is nowhere near. Yeah. So it's just like I think you got to add that on because honestly, as far as female rapper. For me, growing up, the Brett was it. For the me. Brett, yeah, the like, Brett killed it. I really got the the Brett album. Like, yes, I still if, have Funkified. Like, if I, <laughs> if, if I had, I didn't get the funk the first. I got that second one mm-hmm. when she kind of got girly on a on a. On and the I song. had that one too. Yeah. So, and I think Jagged Edge did the hook on the single, whatever. Yeah. But like, I was Tyrese. So if I hear that CD right now, songs or whatever, mm-hmm. I probably could rap along because mm-hmm. I really listened to it like over and over again. Right. But I ain't get nothing after that. So it's just like right. I for that hot space you were in, mm-hmm. you had that moment. Nikki and gave me years of it. So Nikki's given point. us a decade. Let's put it like this. Nikki's given us a decade, but if we really put into perspective female hip hop. There was a time where they were spitting them out. Mm-hmm. They were spitting them out. So, if you look at the Lauren, let's let's go into the, at least the two thousand. You look at the Lauren Hill situation. You still had Eve at that time. You mm-hmm. still had Rob Digger at that time. Now, am I saying that they are the greatest? Not by not by a huge shot because you still got people that got albums. However, Eve in that lane by herself, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, one no. of the spitters, one of the greatest, and that's the absolutely. absolutely. That's the messed up part 
Uh, but you still got Kim, you have Foxy, who actually I would put Kim and Foxy in there in this list regardless. You got to talk about two trend-setting nah, yeah. icons. That, that those we talk- things like that make you the greatest. But what we talking about? Are we talking about rapper? Yeah. Or are we talking about? Like, well, look, artists? if you're talking about greatest, what makes you great? Is it great of all time? You could have rap and have one thing. Okay, but, but it's the greatest, greatest rapper list. So I think is it all about the rap? Is it? Because, if I'm going to give you my if that's, if, that's the, if that's the case, if it's all about rap, you got most people that don't never listen to Lupe Fiasco, but you want him. Like I said, it's you got, it's bi- it is biased, but you got people like Lloyd Banks. Zunda G unit, you people listen to. Not everybody listens to it. So greatest in, in the grand scheme is the debatable portion of this. What makes you great and why are females not great? I think it's the. I, was, I, was I think they base it. I think they base it on. Joking. I think they base it on. It's just basing on impact and. But, but I think okay, they, so they, you leave they, impact they, into yeah. it. So, but at the same time, people look for anything to break somebody down. Like I, I know that a lot. So if, if we gonna play the, here's my thing. My my question to this is this: If we gonna play the equality card, mm-hmm. we all gonna be all. Everything's gonna be a fair playing ground. Don't play. Like these girls ain't out here spitting these. No, bars. no, it's no, it's girls that's. Nice. I mean, I'm not saying you personally. No, 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 no. Saying. Yeah, no, it's right. girls that's nice. Right. I just think like what happens is the people who come out in front mm-hmm. get the backlash because there's on from Lauren Hill. There's right. things on her album that people saying that she that, didn't that are write. Not, right. She didn't write. They're not hip. You can listen to Kim yeah. and hear Biggie. Yeah. You can listen to Foxy and hear Jay and Nas. But then that also goes see, and, and that's that's another big thing. And this is me standing up for Kim. This is what I do. This, this is my shit. I'll put it to you like this: If that's the case, you only have one album, one, mm-hmm. which was hardcore. She's had five, four, or five other albums after that. Who wrote that? You feel what I'm saying? You, if 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 the sound was Biggie all day. And that was the whole motivation and inspiration. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are reference tracks. Everybody uses a reference track every now and again. Although, not the, one, the one, not everybody. But the one song was definitely a huge right. reference track. But what I am saying is you still have all of these other things that are classics. And you still created a whole career. While this man is long dead gone in the ground. Who takes credit for that? Who who creates that to be a greatest? When you are still a sexism, uh, sex symbol. You out here making movies. What part of that don't make you part of the greatest? So I say this shit I still biased. Yeah, no matter what, it's no matter, biased. No, y'all could debate this shit for hours. At the end of the day, it is biased. It is. You got my opinion is my. If I tell you, no, nah, look, yo, right now the baby he top one right now. You gonna be like, what, nigga? But yeah, you like I like it's real. It's real talk. Like I can't talk. Like I cannot talk hip hop or music with certain individuals. No, primarily def- definitely not a lot of younger cats. Right. I know I'm only 25, but I still can't even talk music with 25 year olds because they 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 listening to this bullshit now. They love it. Right. So it's like if they tell me oh, you heard the new the baby song, who the fuck is the baby? You, I'm sorry, you really can't ask me that. I don't know. These niggas is not saying nothing to catch my attention. So it's like I don't know. I like I'm I my opinion on music is I listen to a certain type of shit. I grew up on a certain type of music. Mm-hmm. I like pun. I like far side. They will play. And I will say this. Like that, like, once, once this like, ain't that. Look, once <laughs> I done got in my thirties, all my music is still from the nineties. <laughs> so, like, no, like, this ain't that. This now. this ain't that now. So yeah. it's like you feel me? Like even talk like um even you could talk to a nigga right now who like fifty and y'all and y'all had this debate. He might be like, man, what number one should be KRS one. 
Number one should be Grandmaster Flash. I ain't, like, ma- I ain't made a number one. No, no, no. But no, what I'm saying is, is this would be their mind frame. Because mm-hmm. this shit, they grow. Grand Pooba, shit like that. They would think like, no, nah, wow, no, nah, uh, you're, you're crazy if you think Jay-Z is in the top. Because we got Big L. You feel me? Right. But you know, shit like that. It's, it's all fucking biased. So no matter. Wrap, that's, wrap, that's a debate. To wrap, that, to wrap that part up, though, here's, here's the thing about that. We need to be specific on what we, what we categorize this as. Like, every year, they have your... I remember growing up, like BET used to always have like this whole breakdown of who are the top most imp- in- influential rappers of the, of the decade or of the year, whatever. Even that, it, it's, it's all, it's <laughs> all, you know, it's all suspect. It's all. I think because we we and we looking at it from the standpoint of they like yeah. whoever has the money, whoever has the influence, mm-hmm. they can make you believe. I can make you believe on the yeah, shit, right? That, you can. Cause it's I can make you believe them. That's that's that right there. You can have yo. You know how many artists came out and you, when you first saw like one hit wonder ass artist that that came out the blue like who the fuck is this nigga? Oh, he getting it. Never hear from him again. <laughs> and you like I like like um what when Rich Homie Kwan first came out, niggas thought he was that nigga. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you yeah. can't tell people nothing or memes. Like yeah, all you gotta have is the money and the attention, yeah, yeah. and that's the and that's the thing. And I think people got a lot smarter with it now. Mm-hmm. So even in the game of like the industry, how how far that goes, like you, we know who, and every, it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. But you know what who's talented. Facts. You know what you Facts. like, but you also know what they're gonna push to the forefront. Because I'm somebody who believes that it's a conspiracy. And putting certain things in the forefront, yeah. I know there's no way they were gonna let. And I, like I said, I, I resolved that the whole. Mm-hmm. I know there was no way they were gonna let him win that Grammy Five, for yeah. four, four, four. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah. you just shitted on the entire system. Yeah, you put it out independently. Mm-hmm. You got all these big artists to come and bring their music to your platform. Mm-hmm. They're not letting. I mean, They're gonna. Yeah, we're, and you. You're nominated for nine and didn't win one. Yeah, you made an example because you wanted to show them this you is be, where you hold the. So power. and so the thought is you made an example, so we're going to make an example out of you. And that's why I love his. It's still, it's, the, it's, the, and guess what? The, the I think, but one of the things that still makes made an example out of him because at the end of the day, he's still good. Like first of all, at the end of the day, you still hit a billion. billion. You still hit a billion. Two, you are a philanthropist, and I think that is what he's a mole. Shout out to the Like like <laughs> he's literally a mole. Like I saw all that like. You're using your money in a philanthropist kind of way. Yeah. Like, yo, you get niggas out of jail and nobody knows this. Right. Like, they don't know that. Like, it doesn't become front page news. He, he until putting he the makes lawyer it up for niggas. Like, you feel what I'm saying to you? So, my other. This, no. <laughs> this, for, like I say, the, the boy, Sean Price, God rest his soul, mm-hmm. his stepchild, rest the power. Um, his stepchild to tell me, Jay Z paid for the funeral. Like, yeah, dog, I didn't know that. And then when I went and did my research, because I'm like, man, maybe this kid don't know what he's told. Right. And it's really there, like yeah. yo, no, he really did do that. So right. like, if we equate, and like I don't consider that Jay as far as the rap side. I'm just right. his lyrics is his lyrics. But when we look at it and say the fifty greatest rappers, it's almost like how in '96 I believe mm-hmm. they did the top fifty. NBA players mm-hmm. of all time. Right. Yeah. At this point, that has changed. Mm-hmm. For sure. The, like, <laughs> Kevin Durant has knocked some of those old white men out. Steph Curry has. Steph Curry has. Yeah, so a lot of those people still probably won't just stand 
be able to stand the test of time against with these guys. Who and even where LeBron in. is now, like you so yeah, LeBron wasn't even on the fifty. Right, he, he ain't in that top fifty right. at that time. You know, it's Jordan Pippen. Mm-hmm. You know, well, LeBron there now. Magic. Oh yeah, yeah, he's there now mm-hmm. for, sure. for sure. Top fifty of all right. time. So I think so that's what's so weird to be old enough to realize that. Like I've watched Mike retire. I watched Shaq retire. I watched Kobe retire. Iverson retired. Iverson retired. Like, <laughs> like, like, so I, you know what I still want from Iverson? I want this damn CD. Where's the CD, yo? No, no, no. I no. want this CD. No, I feel no, no. like this. Like, like, Iverson had bars. We, we, yeah, we, we heard. We heard. I, I heard a couple of the songs, man. It was just like, ah. nah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stick to the best. Yeah, yeah. Stick to the. I mean, you know what? What's, what's fucked up is that we we say this, but we allowed Shaq to come out with an album, like. <laughs> and Shaq's album actually did. I remember, right? I'm not mad at Shaq's Shaq album. Shaq went platinum, and just for the record, and I think I might have told y'all this before. Yeah. That that was my that was my. I know, that I know. That was my go to. Like I listened to Shaq so much, like I was spitting on my block at like eight years old when spitting Shaq. They would ask me, yeah, 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 and I would just say Kojo and and Spencer Shaq name. They have one, two, three, then a punch on the camp. So yeah, I'm yeah, outstanding. Oh what do you say? I'm born from my mother, but I'm God's creation. I'm outstanding. Feels my fault. Yeah, I, I'm. Yo, Shaq is my dog on the record too. But I, but what I will say is this: the one thing that I I fucked with with Shaq is that he wrote it. He wrote it, and that was the only thing that was like the dopest yeah. thing. Like you have all of this money, and he got song, prom, with, he right. song with Biggie. Like, yes, he has a song with. That's just like bro. No, many niggas didn't even get the chance of it. when he was alive. Mm-hmm. Shaq has Shaq can like, say, "Yeah, I got a song with Biggie." Biggie, nigga, <laughs> you have a song with Biggie. Like that shit, crazy to think about. Like, bro, you have a track with Biggie. Because you yeah. gotta look at it. We look at Shaq as the NBA basketball player, right. and not like he was still a movie. He was still is, a star. Shaq is, from, Shaq is from Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. Like. My, like speaking of Jersey, speaking of Jersey, yo, the closeout to the 2019 VMA Awards had Queen Latifah, Redman, Fetty Wap, Naughty by Nature, and Wap Club Jean. Fetty Wap, he from New Jersey, has <laughs> no. That, not that, just, that just threw me off. The Fetty Wap, I know the Fetty Wap. The other names you mentioned, and then Fetty Wap. No yeah. Joe, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? No Joe, Joe couldn't come on and do pump it up. Like, Joe, Joe busy. Joe busy these days. No, no, Joe, no. He actually spoke on. It. He said, "I would have did that." Yeah. Hell he, yeah. Queen Latifah came out. Treachery, naughty by nature came, came out twice. Nigga, I would have came. I would have came out for that. Yeah. Well, Joe, you be so reckless about pumping up. Like somebody say something about you looking sideways. Yeah. You know come up right. Right. Now you gonna come out for pump it up? Yeah. Come yeah. He's able to came out for it. Come on, Joe. Lastly, in Ratchet and Ridiculousness, seriously, man, y'all suing niggas over Popeye's chicken being sold out. This what we doing? This, this niggas what we doing? getting sued? Yo, the dude is really suing them for emotional distress. He says, I can't get happy. I have this this sandwich on my mind. Yo. I can't think straight. That nigga can't sleep at night. He be getting the chills and shit. Hey, yo. It's like an episode of Boondock. It just consumes you. Nigga itching off the chicken and shit. Yo, like, yo I need it. Yo can't sleep at night. He fucking smoking hella cigarettes. Yo, then not to mention if he got scammed by somebody who was outside of the Popeye's selling the Popeye's sandwich for $25. Bruh. What's in this chicken? I don't want it. Like I said on my man, shout out to E Bigger. Like I said on the Flow Podcast, the chicken apocalypse is upon us. I don't want this shit. I, can lie to you, I don't want it. 
I'm actually happy that I've not tried that sandwich. I look. I, tr- I think I tried it before they put the the, the dip in. No, before, no, no, it's, it's no. You tried it before that shit. Yo, when he had it, we one day we were just in the house. I'm like, he picked me up. I'm like, yeah, y'all really want some Popeyes? He said, yeah, fuck, let's go to Popeyes. I get my my tenders and shit. He like. Oh shit, we got a sandwich. Fuck, I'm just gonna get the sandwich. Like, it was like, the line was dead as shit. Like, Nobody no was there. One, Not one person. He got this sandwich. He's like, yeah, this shit is good. Uh, I'll lie to you now, like, two weeks later. This shit is an epidemic. Yo. I'm like, yo, didn't you just have the same sandwich? <laughs> it's like, the same exact sandwich. I'm happy I ain't tried this shit. Because I'm thinking about it like this. I'm curious what was in it. I don't even trust it. Yeah, I, I had it like three times. Like, Me too. I had, I had it even in the midst of the epidemic, but I was yeah. like, oh. It wasn't. It was good. Like I'm not saying it wasn't good, but like, yo, that's the whole thing. The programming they make you believe. Like literally, I, I yep, pulled yeah. up. I pulled up at Popeyes. It's ain't. It, well, <laughs> I see my brother in line, right? And my brother is like super against anything that society is pushing. I'm not wearing Jordans because that's what everybody do. He's in the line. He's in the line. Though. So. Come on, son. So I, so I he put, as I'm going by, he going by, we pass, and I'm like, he smile at me, and, you know, point. So I'm like, bro, what you doing? Like, I said, yeah, in, in Annapolis, the, they had to close the drive through. Right. So Damn. you only could come inside. Yeah. So not only are Some of them had to because they was blocking up traffic. Not yeah. this fuck up here, but yes. <laughs> so he gets out of the car, he's in there. So I ride off, and yeah. like 20, 30 minutes go by, and I'm just like, I'm gonna ride back past there just to see if he's still. Mm-hmm. Maybe he developed this. You came back 20, like, 30 minutes later? Yeah, just to see if he was still there. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I just wanted to be, you know, pick on him. Like, mm-hmm. Cause like I said, he's so pro. I'm not with any trans system. system. Right. Right. I get right back there and he's still in line. I'm like, oh, word, son, that's what we doing? I say, yeah. <laughs> like, Thought you don't do this, bro. I said, bro, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you look crazy, nigga. You, you look crazy. You know, I told him, I said, yo, you wild. And he like, Cool, it's only 11 more people in front of me. And I'm just like, oh, that's surprising. Oh, big wide, though. I said, Doug, it's only 11 more people. So, yeah, he, he says, says only yeah. 11 more people. First of all, after 30 up. minutes. For, 30 uh, minutes. For a sandwich. For one sandwich. First of all, that is M- that is DMV numbers. That is like you sitting that's in the NBA. NBA that's you like, sitting in the NBA like you got thirty. You got fifteen got people, like in front of you. people you got, in front of you. You got to take a nap in that bitch and wake up. Hope that you wake up. Yo, and- shout out to all my niggas, and I'm, I'm about to give away my secret. Make an appointment. If you need to get this new ID for any reason, make an appointment. I promise you. I got so many dirty looks when I was in the appointment line. That shit was not funny. So they got the regular line right, uh-huh. and you know everybody needs to change this over now in Maryland at least, or yeah, actually around the world. So uh, my birthday was in July, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna just wait because mine was about to expire anyway. Let me go ahead and do it. So the regular line packed. There's at least twenty to thirty people in this line. There is nobody in the appointment line. I was like, okay. I walk in the appointment line. You know how many people looked at me like the fuck. Like what's going on? I was set like, appointments, oh, people. Set Y'all motherfuckers want to show up and hold, have faith that the shit good. Nah, that, first bro. of all, I'm not going up to no NBA without an appointment. Yeah. You should already know niggas need new IDs. The, only, the only thing I, I couldn't set an appointment for or didn't was the uh, vital records because I needed a new birth certificate. But vital records, I mean, they moved pretty yeah. swiftly. That was fine. And except for. <laughs> Except for your graduation day. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that was a Friday. You know, right, niggas right, get right. paid. Niggas like, I'm going out here. But, yeah. Other than that, set an appointment if you do not want to be disappointed. Yeah. Because I was like, Jesus, take the wheel. 
And not to mention the fact, even with the appointment, I was out and my appointment was at 12. I was there 15 minutes early. I got out. I was walking out the door. The clock just struck 12 o'clock. Like, damn. I was like, okay. And, so, and so <laughs> set an appointment. Anyway, so that concludes our ratchet and ridiculous because y'all niggas out here taking chicken to the head. Yo, niggas. Ratchet and ridiculous. Let me just do another on there. Random. Yo, you got on that hey Arnold hoodie slick. I like that. Yo, yeah. <laughs> well, it's hey, actually yo. all the Nicktoons. Oh, feeling little. Oh, man, you killing me. Oh, Nicktoons. Oh, yo, you yeah, killing me. I see you over there. <laughs> you don't want to see what's under this motherfucker. Is it no one? <laughs> you know what? I'm not. You feel me? Is it the Nickelodeon? Yeah, oh, the Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Network. Come on, yeah. Come on, yeah. <laughs> With the rest of the Cartoon Network characters. Johnny Bravo. We talked about that. We yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Comes Come through. Yo. He, he busts uh, uh, one of the joints off Boomerang. He's like, oh, you think this is something? <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got the cord. Got the cord. Speaking of which, I can't. Speaking of which, I cannot wait for that. You do know the Boondocks is coming back, right? I've never watched the Boondocks. You are kidding me. No, First of all, Aaron McGruger is from Baltimore. You have to watch it. It's amazing. It's literally, it's funny as shit because it's like legitimate black shit. Okay. And it's, it's so funny relatable. because it's our, it's like our relatable satire. It's like instead of watching Family Guy or The Simpsons. Yeah, you instead of watching that bullshit, you're watching watch. something literally from the viewpoint of black, black, of black family life type mm-hmm. shit like never seen it yeah it's, it's literally yeah. from that stand Regina King she does both Riley Brain, and Huey uh, yeah. John Witherspoon does grand, going, um, Granddad and then they have a whole slew of different comedians it's on all it. different comedians um, I mean, I've heard all about it yeah Jennifer Lewis has been on there Monique yeah. has been on there um, Cat Williams Kevin it's Hart. funny as shit not yeah. even a lot of you oh, yeah. and it's so it's so relative um, well you know relevant let me say that because mm-hmm. it's like they keep up. They literally, it's literally, you see how Simpsons was able to withstand so long South Park and shit. Bro, they, they keep up with the times. season 30, like 30 right. or 31 on you the see Simpsons. How they, how they keep up with the times when mm-hmm. something's Which relevant is and put it yeah. into a show. Boondocks does Boondocks that. Is yeah. But it's still Boondocks. black people shit. Like they had an episode about Jordans and shit. Which also led to them having an episode about a, a store running out of chicken. Yeah, they had an episode about that. Like yeah. Granddad um, opened up a chicken joint. The baby people was going crazy about this chicken. Like, we're gonna do anything over chicken. Yeah. That's so funny. It's like, what the hell, chicken? No, the funniest thing is when we were at, when we was at the Gold Room, shout out to Gold Room, <laughs> and Crab showed us the damn videos about them fighting for the for the chicken. Yo! But the, but, 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 the dude that was trying to explain the chicken to his wife, and yo crawled on all fours and get on the bed and be like, baby, listen, you gotta understand the chicken's so yo, good, I they never... got a pickle, and the pickle tastes like chicken. <laughs> Yo, I've never seen what? someone passionately explain food ever the way... Dude, his wife is apparently... She just walking, folding clothes up like... She's not listening to him at all. He's like... He's like, look, look. Listen to, listen to me. Listen to me. They they got a pickle. And the, and the pickle tastes like chicken. Like, he's explaining... Like the bread is just so soft. It's, a, it's no. just buttery and melting your mouth. The, like, right. The funniest part of that was... His stance when he put his hand on the pillow Nigga, he and he put his me, one hand on he the head. He was the, like, "Listen to me, listen to me." The, let me tell you something, shit. Like this. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, yo." Anyway, so wrapping up ratchet and ridiculousness because that that is awesome. I love it. I love when y'all participate. It's so awesome. So I got a phone call. Well, I got a text message. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> the other day from the, my man sitting straight across from me. They, yeah. He got some new shit out. Things popping off in the works. What is going on? 
Wait, when was the last time he was on the show? Super Gas September last year. Damn. Mm, he ended Super Gas. Well, he was like, no, I'm sorry. Oh, Kevin ended Super Gas September. He was like the that week right before. before. Right. Yeah. Look, 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 look at this. It is September first. This is gonna show back up. This shit planned, Joe. Hey man, it's a conspiracy. Hey man, listen. Nah, that's so wild. How he plotted that shit. See, it's too accurate, bro. I don't know. You end off and then you start. Yeah. Nah, yo, what's up, yo? What I want to say first is, um, once again, like I told y'all, what I told y'all last time. I'm very aware and tuned, like, and salute to y'all for continuing to send me the links to the podcast. I do. Like I say, that's that's just, like, that's consistency. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. Um, I'm one person who, like, uh, every once in a while when I post something, I catch the wave of, you know, the Kickstand podcast and, you know, y'all mm-hmm. repost and mm-hmm. share. And um, not just myself, but other you know, uh, local artists who's soon to be global artists, I believe. But, um, and that's just, that's rare. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, and without any, like, a bunch of promotion, like, as hard as y'all may go for other people, I don't necessarily see all of those people, myself included, you know, no, I'm not excluded, but I don't always see it reciprocated in the same way. Mm-hmm. So, when I see something like that, it's like, all right, anything I can do as far as whatever momentum or drive I got going on, let me come in and share that and then, you know, make that my thing because, like, I'm not the biggest uh, social media guy. I don't get all the likes, comments, right. all that stuff, right. but um, I am true to what I do. Right. And y'all, like, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying, like, just true to what y'all do. I appreciate it. And that's real. Right. So, um, yeah, man, um, I guess, yeah, just the timing of um, just so happened to fall on in September. I <laughs> I right, and then I together. also I also put on on our story one day. I was like, um, "Damn, should we do Super Guest September again?" Oh yeah. And um, and then I happened to get a text message, and I was like, "Okay, well, let's start this off then." Let's yeah, I was in my bed because, and I've been in my bed because, um, it's some things that's been happening that I just haven't been speaking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're more than welcome to speak about them. You know how this go. <laughs> yeah. So so people was telling me that you know I should be more vocal and more upfront about like certain things that transpire mm-hmm. and happen um and as far as i go it's like a lot of experiences be happening like man you know when you start questioning like man should i be Facts. doing this mm-hmm. like am i wasting my time yeah, yeah. but what, what ultimately happens is you know when you go out into the world um outside of your city outside of your state and there's people who like feel what you're doing and and, and not afraid to give you your flowers, mm-hmm. not afraid to tell you, mm-hmm. um, and really willing to stand on it. So what I do day to day, like literally, I listen to a bunch of people who, in my uh, opinion, has reached it to a certain level of success, right. whether it's through music or whatever their profession is. So I'm like, interview crazy documentary crazy album music crazy i'm like listening Mm -hmm. and the same thing always keep coming up consistency sacrifice these are the things i continue to hear um when i think about that i think about dang well if i'm comparing myself to certain people i'm more consistent if i look at it from a standpoint sacrifice i'm i'm putting a lot on the line Mm -hmm. and when they when that hits, it's like yo, I have to like get the thought out of my mind of like yo, give up because 
That's what Jay said. That was that was the only smart thing I did. I'm not a genius. The only smart thing I did was I didn't give up. Right. So I say, all right, that have to be the thing. So leading up to yesterday, um, I actually got on the road to go to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. um, well, Terrantum. Terrantum, uh was the like a city on the outskirts of it. They were having a book bag giveaway to stay first annual doing it. And they had reached out and was just like, man, we want you to be a part. Boom, boom, boom. You got a message that. Mm -hmm. So I go out there, you know, I do my performance. Um, and they were feeling it. You know, uh, a lot of the kids came up to me. I mean, 10, 12 years old. And they say, that was amazing. Right, right. That was tight. Like, you know, and I know. I got a niece, you know what I'm saying? I got a nephew, you know. I know what 10, 12-year-olds listening to right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? YouTube is the turn up, right? Right. So, for me to just give, be able to give that little glimpse. Um, I just recently did uh, a Michelle show with Singleton. Right. Yeah, right. When I'm talking to her. Shout out to my baby Singleton. Yeah. <laughs> Love Singleton. And a Michelle tells me, like, yo. At that Jay McGraw private concert you did, like my mom is mm -hmm. still talking about you. Like I was there that my mom like <laughs> a believer, like, and she not like heavy in it, but like yo, she remembered you. So those type of things like mean a lot. So I hosted this event last night um, after the event in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. I mean after the Pens in Terrorism. Then I had to go to Pittsburgh, which is like twenty minutes away. Right. And I hosted the event last night. And I walk into the event, and this event starts like midnight, mm -hmm. and it goes to five in the morning. Damn. So I'm in there, and maybe about three, this girl approaches me, and I'm aware, I'm familiar with her just because of my time spent in Pittsburgh. She's an artist herself, right? And she's crying. Mm -hmm. I could tell she had some drinks, but you know how they say, you know, sober, uh, uh, drunk, drunk, sober So mm -hmm. she's kind of crying, and she puts her hand on my shoulder, and she says. Yo, I just got to tell you something. And I'm like, what's up? Mm -hmm. She like, yo, you're incredible. <laughs> so I'm just like, man, thank you. Now, she's given me props before, you know, because mm -hmm. I've done events. With, she was like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, And she starts telling me about a song that I have right. that I may have performed there a few times. But nothing, it didn't. It wasn't one of my songs that I thought actually connected. Right. right? right. But... She starts breaking down. This is in the middle of an event. That's, I mean, it's the turn up in here. Mm -hmm. And she's breaking it down and telling me all about it. It's this song I got um, called Rory. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about, um, in the song, just the dreams of, you know, the idea of Ferrari equals success. Right. I don't have a Ferrari, but I'm coming from the bottom and I'm looking to go to these places. Mm -hmm. So... I feel like maybe she just hit me with the gas, you know what I'm saying? She's right. Like, you know, I'm the, I'm the kid from out of town. Like, you know, maybe she gassing it up. Mm -hmm. And she said, hold on. And it was her birthday. So her mom was at this place with her. Mm -hmm. She goes get her mother. Mom, this is the person I'm with. And her mom immediately looked at me and said, Kojo, I've never met this woman before. <laughs> Where's your crown? Oh shit! And I'm like, oh, in my you? basement. <laughs> no, I'm joking. What? I was like, I said today. So she like, I've been watching your stuff. Da 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 da. -da. You know, giving me the rundown. Mm -hmm. This is somebody's mother. Right. And I'm like, yo. So the mother starts telling me about lyrics 
that I said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Y'all, y'all don't know me personally. You're right. But this means everything because, like, you got to understand, I, I'm four and a half hours away mm-hmm. from home. Yeah. I drove out here solo this day, you know, like, there's no big fanfare. Like, yo, wherever I got, I'm out here, Mr. Honey Shows a Year. I'm trying to be wherever I got to be. Right. So, when I'm being told, like, this from this older woman who I've never met, it's like, dang, yo, that mean, you know, it just touched me in a way because it's just like, you have no reason to, like, get, like, we don't know each other. I'm not, like, me becoming successful does not change your situation direct like we don't know each other so Mm -hmm. for her to give me that i'm like wow so i get back to you know screaming on the mic and you know doing what i'm doing on the hosting side but i had to set with that right um the event ended at five i get back on the road at 5 30 a.m and and headed back to 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 maryland and um i got like an hour you know i drove for about an hour i'm on the pennsylvania turnpike I'm listening to like the T Pain interview right. on the Breakfast Club, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, just zoned and trying, you know, like, man, gotta stay up. I'm tired, you right. know. And um, I end up having to pull over and like get some sleep. So as I'm, you know, pulled over, I'm just like, yo, it, it's people that you're really connecting with, like, dog. Like I've been, I was grazed by a bullet when I was in the ninth grade. Like I really could be. Away from here. Right. Like, I've been in situations, like, real situations that would have landed me in jails for years. Like, I could have really not been in this predicament, in this space. But yet, I am, and I'm touching the lives of people who I never Don't even thought I would. Yeah, right, right. encounter with. So, that, but, that, but that, in general, is manifest destiny. Like, there will always come a time and place. Like, okay, so for instance, not that to cut you off as a no, story no, no, so great, okay. but... Like for instance, what you what you said in the beginning um, about how you get the the text messages and and the, and the DMs from me, it's with that level of consistency. I I really do a lot of what I do because I reach out to those that I really really rock with. You feel what I'm saying too? So there are days that despite just giving you the link link to the show, there are days that I hit people that I absolutely love just to see how you're doing. And everything that I do is going to be a part of a bigger legacy. And that's the only way that I focus it in the forefront of my mind. Like, this is part of a legacy. You know what I'm saying to you? So when you think of the kickstand, you think of us and you think of his beats being amazing and him just being a funny guy and me being that person that will reach out to you just to to, to say, hey, um, that's that's just one of those things that I just want to leave as a part of my legacy. So, But I, I respect the fact that you get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to you? Like, at that part... Warms my heart every single time we talk. Like I'm like yo, I'm I just am happy that you get it. I want people in the city to realize that there's so much dopeness under the surface of all of the bullshit, and that's the reason for the show. That's the main Thanks. reason for the show. I had to put that out there. I was just thinking about it as you were going. Yeah, along. no, but for yeah, sure, man. But it's it, but within that, that's manifest destiny. Like you're not supposed to be here. I'm not. I'm not. Let's be very clear. I'm not even supposed to be alive from birth. Let alone be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was a preemie. I was supposed to die. Like, this, me and my mother were going to die together. So, I'm not supposed to be here. But I'm happy to fight those challenges every day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy to be here. Um, your situation is a manifestation of that. Because there, no re- there should be no reason that you know my cousin. And you had never known me beforehand. And, I, and I'm going to tell you how you know that. You know, you know Josh Furman. 
Charles Farmer. Mm-hmm. You know, you know him. He went to I can't remember what school he said to, but he eventually ended up going to the Broncos. I think y'all even went to high school together too. Hmm. I'm like, I, I'm gonna show him to you. When you see him, you probably won't know because yeah. he also know Craig. Okay. So it's one of those things where that's how small and how large this whole city is, and nobody ever would have known that. Again, manifest destiny. You know what I'm saying to you? So I believe that everything, the, every person that you touch, and the reason that within that night, which we're going to get back into, but within that night, you go through a ride and you are, you take that moment and you're on the, you're on the side of the road and you wake up or whatever, it's God speaking to you in a certain kind of way because that's your manifest destiny. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to touch lives in a way that no other person can. There's levels of you being memorable. Like I remember the night of um, of Jay's party. Like you had one song that was talking about a girl being being molested, and or like you talking about it from the standpoint of the girl who does that. It's your manifest destiny to do what you do. So I just wanted to put that out there too. That that is why you're gifted. You're here. And you're supposed to be here because it's manifest destiny. For you to be here. Uh, and that alone, like, I was going through one of the toughest times in my life mm-hmm. when I created that that song. And um, I say this often, that song was created in 2008. Mm-hmm. Here we go over 10 years, years later. later. Right. And mm-hmm. it's still relevant. Exactly. It's still, like, the truth. It's still, that's timeless. Mm-hmm. Those type of things, and and I'm saying that in the most humble way. Like I'm not like boasting, just like yo that type of thing. When you can affect somebody else's the way they move or how they feel, like it gives you a vibe. Like so, that's my goal with the right. music thing. It's like that. It gets tough when it's not appreciate when it, when you feel like it ain't appreciated yep. by the masses because you putting it out on social media mm-hmm. and putting it out and that's when I had to come to this realization another like point that I've been trying to make to myself that I understand that at this point any and everything I do musically like I'm never going to be compensated in the way I deserve to be only because it's like my grandmother can't come back mm-hmm. these are the my friends that passed away that's tattooed on my arm they're gone forever mm-hmm. They can't in the physical form anyway. They they not coming back. So like all these things that lend themselves to become stories in my music are so real to me that yo I give this all up. Like anything I got going on to be able to have one right. conversation, like real conversation with right. them. So it's just like when you walk around and understand that like it's it's priceless, mm-hmm. and that's what like my values and stuff stand on like anybody who values like money and anything that could be brought right it's just like yo that's that's your aim that's Mm -hmm. your angle not mine but i do understand like money is vital it means whatever you know right it pays for things but it's how you said like harvey weinstein had a bunch of money look Mm -hmm. at his legacy right like Dog, Donald Trump got a bunch of money. Look at his legacy. So it's just like it it, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna mean nothing. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, really, really adamant about that part. Like uh, I've sacrificed. I've purposely not connected and put myself in certain situations because I know what I'm 
aiming for mm-hmm. ultimately. And I know anything that anybody could use to tear that down or yeah. create the opposite of that becomes the headline, as they say, uh, uh, nobody cares about the truth when the lies more entertaining. Mm-hmm. So it becomes like, yo, we want to use the idea of, oh, uh, this is something we could shade you with. You know, the, the yeah. saying, uh, so whisper about your accomplishments, but mm-hmm. scream about your, you know, things. Your failures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that. Right. Be the thing. So my whole thing is I'm going to post my, yo, I know a bunch of artists. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is just, fa- I know a bunch of artists. Right. They collectively, five, six of them collectively, Ain't been on the stage as much as I have mm-hmm. in the last three years, mm-hmm. but they'll get looked at as you know they should. they this they right. that because of what they are promoting and what they standing for, mm-hmm. and it's because it's easy to do. It's easy to say, let's do lean. It's easy to say, fuck the bitches, yeah, 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 and, and, and we laugh at that because that stood on. That was actually one of the first things that we said to you. It's like your music is definitely not fuck bitches. Rob, rob niggas get money. Like that's the first thing yeah, yeah. on the very first episode that we said to you. So <laughs> that's hilarious. If I ask you to, if I ask you to fast for forty days, mm-hmm. you nigga know, be like, you crazy, yo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking right. about? And I, yeah, yeah, no, no alcohol, no sex, no drugs. Like, let me see you do. Like, um, that's. Um. That's a different. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's, I think about the food, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm joking, but yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. for the masses, right? Yeah. So if I decide, like I told you, I've been doing this thing for years now, mm-hmm. but I decided, you know, I'm gonna not no longer curse or say the n word mm-hmm. in my songs. Like that's just my personal opinion. That right. ain't my personal choice, right? Mm-hmm. People will be like, "What?" Like. You know, for them, that's a tougher thing to do. And once again, it's no shade to anybody who does that because I lived in that space where that's what I rapped about. That was my thing as well. But I just want, I'm trying to eliminate any reason that the world would have to shun me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because they always find something. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be able to go into these schools because I didn't have people who look like me Mm -hmm. from the the realities and the streets that I'm from or been through the things that I've been through. So every time those people came, it never connected Mm -hmm. because your story didn't... You already had a head start. Like, I didn't have that blessing. Like, But I do realize the blessing was... In the, the the difficulty of being raised by a single mother mm-hmm. with three children in the hood, I did I the values that I I developed and picked up from that allows me to go into these other places solo and not be worried or concerned about what's going to happen because leading with love, like. Right. But that's also because you created the you created a foundation. You know what I'm saying to you for for yourself. No, straight up. You know, and it's like okay, well. This is what I stand. We talked about this earlier. We talked about a level of like, who am I as a person? My my love, my loyalty is everything. You know what I'm saying to anyone. Like I, if I'm loyal to you, I'm gonna die for you. And it, it is is fucked up. It's crazy to say, but it's the reality. Like if I'm loyal to you, I'm loyal to you to a fault, right, wrong, or indifferent. You have to damn near pull me off a nigga because you, even if you were in the wrong, you feel what I'm saying? To right. you, I'm gonna ride for you. I've always been that kind of person. And that's what your music kind of stands on. It stands on this basis of saying, all of this is a part of me. All of these are the stories of the people that I loved and I shared with. And if it ain't authentic, it ain't real, it ain't right. 
Yeah, I had a I, had, you know I literally had homeboys who I did music with. One of them came to me and said, "Yo, cool. You know I'm not as serious about this as you are." Like, and he literally. And it's so funny about how many people will say that and back and back back back. No, he literally, but like, yo, but because you are who you are. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep incorporating me in shows, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. telling me come to the studio. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you so you don't have, feel like you have to incorporate me. Right, right. But then there's other people who would, you know, it's easy to say, man, I am down. I'm with it. I want to yeah. be a part, whatever, whatever. And they have a show. I can't make it. And you it. know what, speaking which, not to cut you off, you just made me think about something. I'm sorry. Jealousy breeds hate and envy. And I'm going to tell you why that, where that thought just came from. You've been on the show three times. You know how many people... That you'll never know their names, but I know their names. Have been like, yo, why he always on the so show? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, niggas right now. Like, yo, like, why he always on the show? Yo, he's dope. What do you mean? He out here working, he grinding. What What do you mean? Like, I, I literally have to go in on niggas for you, even though you have you have no idea. You'll probably never run into these people right. in your circle in your life. But I really be like, yo, this nigga's dope. My, you create a content for me, thank you. That that gives me a validity. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I don't. Hate it. I hate it with a passion, but because I rock with you so hard, I go in. But that and I, that's all niggas money business. And and that's I what go it, in every time. And, and that's what it's about. Like, cause I understand to mind your business, but <laughs> and I understand to go in. Yeah. And I say this all the time. <laughs> certain people, but certain people only understand certain language. Yeah. yeah. So like for the people who you just gotta mind your business, cause I'm. My mother said, if you ain't got nothing nice, say don't say nothing at all. Yeah. So I'm phenomenal. And not saying anything at all when it comes to certain things. Because I know for some people that gets under their skin right. even more than having a boom, boom, boom. With See, you know what? I've learned that lesson too. You know, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. But, but everything I have to say ain't nice. So they're going to But, my, but my, <laughs> my not saying nothing at all leads to me cutting you off. That's how I am. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah. No, true. No, 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 that's I'm just, true. that's how I am. Like, true. I've already experienced all. Like, I got some of my closest homeboys who said, and want to be on the show, want to be on the show, because they see a certain thing, they see us having all these guests. Have you guests. listened to the show? And it's like, they've never listened to the show before, so what the fuck do you want to come on the show for? What yes. do you want to talk about? Yes. And it's like, I don't care about attitude, I'm a grown ass man, you can cry over there. So I was like, hey, well look, if I know for a fact, you want some dumb shit, the greatest invention, one of the greatest inventions ever. Is the block button? The block button. I love it, it's nice. That automatic dick. I still good at that, man. And what's funny is on, on <laughs> call, I, I get to see that you call. Oh, you trying to? Oh uh, damn, he trying to call. That's Yo, crazy. like you listen. I I'm, I feel the same way. If I don't got nothing else to say, not to say nothing at all. But also, a lot of people they need you not to want to say nothing nice. Yeah. So guess what? My best bet, you're poisonous, my nigga. It's, it's not hard to cut power lines. Yo. Listen, you burnt the bridge, not me. Mm-hmm. I, I had this. I had this, <laughs> this weird like evolution, right? Like. And I, don't, I ain't trying to get like, like really like crazy with it, but like <laughs> um, on this ride, right? Like I'm headed to where I'm going, and I'm listening to something, and like I don't want to say exactly what it is right now because it's just like a. I want to have my own interpretation, and I don't want it to be like tainted by, by anything, right? right. right. But mm-hmm. what I will say is, um, I told myself that. After I received this information, you know, and it wasn't like directly like for me, mm-hmm. but it was like I'm listening to what I'm hearing. And so it's just like, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, so as I'm listening, I'm like, man, if I apply this logic and this thing to my life, like, yo, I can really 
I can really be a better person. Right. And um, I can get to certain levels where I'm trying to reach, not just as far as success in music or anything, but just as a man. Mm-hmm. And it, it meant so much to me that I'm like, I want to you know, keep it a secret. I want to hold it all for as myself, right? As you so, but I say all that simply to say that that can be for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever makes you wake up in the morning, whatever, you know, gets you going, gets you motivated to, you know, attack your work day, attack your hustle outside of work, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. It's like only you know what that truly is. Yeah. So when I've always felt like I had a why. Mm-hmm. I got my mama, I got children, I got my grandmama's legacy, I got all of these things and people around me that I feel like, yo, I want to do this for. And this dude once said to me, like, yo, how come every time I ask you, like, why do you do music, whatever, whatever, it's always been about, because what you want to do for other people if you get enough money. He mm-hmm. always said, like, yo, you sure you care about me? Like, because you always, every time I ask you, it's always other people mm-hmm. and I sat with that like dang yeah, that's kind of crazy he do kind of right whatever but yesterday it was like it became clear as day right. and like I said beyond the music so I, I'm really trying to want to use you know this platform and this time to kind of tell everybody like yo you really should you you don't have to go really searching for whatever your truth like it'll find you oh yeah like but you just gotta be really open to it mm-hmm. and with no distractions, no nothing. Like, I was just open to, like, this wasn't even something I was thinking, but it just so happened that it was sent to me at this moment. Like, <laughs> dang, like, all right, check it out. Like, if it would have been sent to me in any other space, it would have been like, you may not have perceived Yeah. It. And then I don't even it. communicate, like, with the sender. Like, because right. I don't want even them to know how that affects Yeah, you. yeah, because right. it's just like, Yo, I'm keeping this stuff because you know I send people stuff. People send me stuff like you know, kind of all the time. If you see something or hear something, or whatever, whatever that you think might be a motivational mm-hmm. piece or something like that. So, um, yeah, man, uh, all for that. <laughs> let me let, let me add to that piece though. Okay. Go. So my my why, if you really want to know my why, is to be I'm a pusher. I'm, I'm a pusher. Like I'm a pusher of that positivity and motivation. I've been a pusher. For the last two years, like I want to push every single person that I come in contact with to be their greatest authentic self. No matter what that looks like, no matter how you feel about it, I just want to push you to be great. That's why I call these people. I talk to these people. Can what you do make me great too? Yeah, of course. It's, if you win, I win. You know what I'm saying? But I became a pusher. I'm like, yo, what's good? You all right? How you doing? Every other day. You know what I'm saying? Just to let the people that I believe in know that I believe in you more than anybody else out here. So if you feel like don't nobody else believe in you, I'm that one. I push it. Why do you think when you look at the kickstand page, you see so many other people's stuff, so many artists, the ones the ones that have been on here, their stuff on a regular basis. So I go on a rampage where I'm posting 50 things because these are the people that I believe in. And sometimes there are newer people that come into our life and I'm like, yo, I really believe in this cat too. But that's my hardcore of who I believe in. I am a pusher. And that's my why. Dope. <laughs> Dope. Mm-hmm. That, that is it. Yeah, that's... that's. 
I have always been a pusher. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't pushed nobody uh, drunk, but I definitely pushed I was just trying to say, I, I was once a pusher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't want to push it. But I'm, but I'm, uh, um, yeah, I'm definitely. Shout out to Miss E. Shout out to Miss Escuchin and Mr. Benito. High school teachers, they could vouch for my pushing days. Yeah, they know I was a pusher. Let me tell you something. Some of your older lyrics, I know you used to push it. Don't ask me how I know. I just heard some stuff. I'm just yeah, 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 <laughs> man. Um, whoa, man. It's, uh, it gets it gets silly because you know when I play it, um, some of the older stuff with my mom, like when she is, she like. Now I knew about the weed. Right, <laughs> right. I didn't know about the crack. Mm-hmm. And then you know she really get a kick. Me and Tess got a song called yeah. "I Can Get It For You." Okay. And um, he speaking on a situation that me and him had, you know, we was doing some things. And like, so on his verse, he says, uh, throw it up, throw it in a pot and watch it fluff up like mashed potatoes. I mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. My mother, she used to just like so intrigued by this part. So she just kept saying, but what was fluffing up like mashed potatoes? I said, <clears throat> Man, don't say that out loud. You don't know what you say that. You don't know what you. You don't know what you talking about. No. But these these type of things, um, just like all of this stuff, reign supreme. So yesterday I performed this song in in in, in uh, Pennsylvania called mm-hmm. Stronger. Mm-hmm. And in that record, it's uh like detailing um just the things that was tough on me at the time. I gotta start this off. I dedicated to my aunt Lynn. From here on, I'm going all in, mm-hmm. and I gotta make my mama proud. Mm-hmm. Since Tess' mama gone, I told him we could share my mama now. Mm-hmm. And at this at this time, like you know, it was right around the time he had, he had lost his mommy. Um, you know, my mom was heavy on it. Like yo, you know, let him know if he need anything. You know, call and give him the number. Da, da, da. Right. And it's it's just like um, when these things land in music. Like I said, it's 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 like priceless things like these are like others level stuff like I got my aunt tattooed on my chest mm-hmm. so anytime I'm having like a breakdown moment a lot of times I resort and look at it like the tattoo and I'm just like man because she was also one of my biggest supporters mm-hmm. um like unconditionally and didn't care now she didn't have to go in the streets and fight with people about it but like she would tell it to all her friends, anybody who would listen. Right. My right, nephew, right. my nephew, my nephew. Right. So that's when I start to feel like, yo, I owe what I'm trying to do to like the people who, like I said, mm-hmm. really carry this into their grave. Like, yo, <clears throat> this is a thing. So me being from Annapolis and um we don't have any major hip hop artists that are that come and represent that particular right, 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 as far as on a, a global level. Right. Right. Um so for me, I used to want the fame and the hype and all of that mm-hmm. until I realized what we were talking about with the fifty rappers thing. Mm-hmm. Like this whole thing is a game, right? That's and really- the second you can form and play it, it controls you because yeah. you're chasing the number. You're chasing mm-hmm. what they're saying the idea is, and it's just like, no, I've created my own idea yeah. of what success is and if you think you're going to measure me by how much money or whatever because you you know what I thought about I'm sorry not to cut you off again again you be giving me ideas as, as you talk about it the big difference is 
this generation versus versus our generation. And I'm going to tell you why. The big difference is we would get a new song, play the song all the way out even before this, the album ever came out. We didn't care about billboards. Right. We didn't care when it was trending. We didn't care when it was popular. It was something that we loved and we listened to it until the tape popped literally or the CDs broke. The generation is so fixated on it. It has to trend. It has to be top 10 in billboards. Like, if you go and you 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 download something from... First of all, the big thing that's on iTunes and it's on Google Music, the first thing that you see are the top 10 lists. Mm-hmm. Every single time. Like, that's the first page is the top 10 list of what is the hottest right now. Who cared about that? Yo, we gotta Who get, cared about we that? We gotta get back to grassroots in it, man. Right. Only because... And I'm, I'm a fan. Like... I don't know where this you, this audio from this podcast can go, so but I, so I want to put my light disclaimer. Up. I'm a fan of the Breakfast Club. I'm sure. a fan. Sure, that's part, what, part of my idolization. <laughs> but what I what I do know is, you know, and everybody has to start somewhere. But what I do know is that envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne, like yo, they're not, they're not. Personally, sending out, you know, the episodes of the show. It's a it's a machine now. Yeah, Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Automatically. Yeah, and and maybe you know that's the thing for when you get to that level or Mm -hmm. whatever. That that's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like when you're willing to do something, and this is something I told um, the guy at the event yesterday, because for the the book bag drive thing I did, that back to school thing, not a dime, right? Like, they didn't pay me a thing. Mm-hmm. What he said to me, though, was, yo, you came out here and did this for these kids, man. This means so much to me. He said, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I promise you. You got my word. My word is my boy. He said, the next time I bring you out here, the type of money that I plan on giving you for a show, you're going to feel like a sign artist. This was his word. Mm-hmm. I sat there and like, oh man, you know, thank okay. you, appreciate it, cool, you mm-hmm. know. But then I immediately told him like, the same thing I'm telling you how I didn't have anybody who looked like me coming into the schools to give, you know, any game or whatever. Like, I can be there for these kids. So, right. for me, that was the win yesterday in itself. Just the little Just kids coming up right. to me, telling yeah. me, that was amazing. That was, that was a win. Now, though, yeah, we all got bills, we all got things, but for him to notice that, which the guy yeah. wanted to promote it, so mm-hmm. him to notice and say, because he didn't know me personally, his uh, partner is the one who booked me for the event. Right. So, but he had seen me before, he had heard my name, he just like, yo, what you just did, man? Because you know how they people look at hip-hop rap, it's like... You know they're clutching their purse, hoping it's not a cuss word. I mean, yeah, like these older people you know, out here. No more, bro. It's just that was just half the time. The artists wouldn't even have to sing their song. They just go on the stage and let the audio play, and they just like here and there say a couple words from the show. There's no real performers anymore. Right. Like, that's the thing. Lost. People want performances. You know why Chris Brown have play crazy sold out shows? Cause he performs. He go out there. You get the song, and nigga might do a backflip or two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Beyonce, same thing. You feel know I me? Mean? Like mm-hmm. Missy Elliott, same thing. These motherfuckers you actually perform. You are the money that you pay to go to this show. You're getting a real 
show. Yeah, yeah, they, they real, said it on the new Real jungle. choreography, real dancers. You might get a nigga playing a play, live band, actual instrumental. Like, you, this real performance. Like, now it's just, that's the thing. These motherfuckers are so comfortable. They're, they're comfortable in the position they are because of, they know that it's selling now, so they could just, they could just, they can, they can shit in everybody. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's the problem because, and that's why I said it's like the social media. Yep. It's like the hype of you. You have to do very little now to go. Viral. I, I love when, when Gilly the Kid tells. Yeah, okay, so y'all rappers, y'all want to go viral. You want to go viral so bad. You want people to share your stuff so bad. All you entertainers and everybody who want to do this. Okay, this what you do. You go in the bathroom. You take a number two. Put it on a plate and eat it. Yeah. Mm. Like if you care, but you can't the look much. of social right. media and much. the likes and all of that, that bad. Well, here you go. This right. is how you because do. It. Never forget, Chad Focus, yo. It's crazy because that nigga stole over about four point one million from his company over time just to fund his rap career. Yeah, that was crazy. And guess oh, yeah. what? The dude from Boom. Right. Yeah. No <laughs> one even knew who the fuck he was. Right. He did all of that. I mean, four point number one. That show you got greedy because after your first meal, you could have did. You could have flipped that easily. You were greedy. You you saw you got away. Yeah, that with was that. insane. He you you got away with a million. You start to get more, and now. No, on top of no one even knowing who the fuck you. First are. of all, your company ain't shit because that how you let the money go. Like you, um, on top of you taking that money and yo, he literally put he literally said yo, he said three hundred k you could become famous. Mm-hmm. He's not lying. You can pay to be famous. You can pay for yeah. I had a, I had a dude uh, tell me one time yo, if you got seventy five thousand dollars. I can get you everywhere you want to be. Bro, I mean, you can pay for, you can play for a verified check on your shit. You can pay, he was paying for fake followers and then you look at his videos and it's like 12 views but you got like over 30k. It's like, huh? Like, obviously it's generated, it's all bots and shit but at the same time it's like, bro, you invested that, first of all, you did that fucking federal crime on top of that Mm -hmm. and you don't have anything to show for it now. But jail, but sitting in the jail cell. Nigga, that's indictment. Right. That's indictment. Your US is gone. Like you, you got you. You're gone. That's four point one million. But you know what I always think about though. We always talk about everybody wants to be famous. What's the but? What does that price look like? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like that price could look like yo. How much are you willing to do? Well, yeah, we talk about fame, but not only not what not even what you're willing to do. Think about what the sacrifice comes with with fame. It's like yo, you're no longer private. Like, I, don't, I don't consider you fans more than human beings anymore. Right, you, right, know, right. You, become, you become untouchable for things that, that would have been simple and normal. What? The you video know? we saw last night at the studio? Nigga, Janet Jackson going, in, going yeah. into Popeye's. From the subway station in New York, yeah. To get a chicken sandwich. Well, all I mean, she walked out with fucking shit. Had like, she had like 20 dudes with her. Mm-hmm. Cops included, bodyguards. Well, she didn't even have to go in. You wouldn't right. be seen. You right. could have stayed your ass in the car. Nobody knew you were there. You could have stayed your ass in the car. Hey, look, run in there for me again. Everybody, everybody living for viral. Not, be seen not everybody, shit. but right. a lot of people are living for Majority viral. Majority of the viral time. Money. Mm-hmm. And I think it just takes away from you just being real. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be doing something as authentic as, like, telling somebody I love you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um... I see, you know, the proposals and all that. Which, you know, if you want to capture that moment, cool. I, I get it. I'm just saying, I don't have to capture that moment for the entire world to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would capture that moment to bring it back up when we're 50 years old and we're like, let's look at our old wedding shit and right. look at that. Yeah, you gotta, fi- you know, when you're trying to figure out who, who is, who are you doing it for? 
You know what I'm saying? From an entertainer standpoint, I get it. Like, yo, we're trying to entertain. We're trying to gain followers. Yeah, but entertaining should be in that moment. It shouldn't be the rest of your life. So why is your life entertainment? You know what I'm saying? Like, fame begets the the, the depression and the solitude and and, and being technically um, alone when there's 500 people in front of you. You know what I'm saying to you? Because And that's where I, I think a lot of times we have stuff like Mac Miller suicide and so on and so forth because you're alone but you're standing in front of 500 people because these people are all here to take from whatever this light is because the fame doesn't really change you. It changes everybody else around you. You know what I'm saying? No, that's and true. And it's just it's just like we people become vultures for something that if you really had it, if you had it on an everyday basis, it would eat you alive. Some people are not built for this. That's what I'm fucking with the industry. Because at the end of the day, you got people in here like Mac Miller, you know, struggling with these type of issues, ASAP games, like motherfuckers struggling with these type of problems and shit. Yet you're around all these motherfucking celebrities and in the same room with you. They all know you. They all know what you're doing. Like, you're around niggas like Wiz Khalifa, all of this shit. And you and Wiz Khalifa are both from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They are around each other a lot. They yeah, yeah, they the same, same school. Yep, you right. know, so it's like, you around these motherfuckers. They see you doing all of this shit. I'm not saying, I don't know. Wiz, from what I know, he just smokes weed. But, who knows? I'm not in the room with his ass. Right. But at the same time, it's like, all these motherfuckers around you, not one person... That's why I don't fuck with the industry. Not one person stops and just says, yo, put that fucking shit down. No, that's but the, you, but you that's know the problem. There's people who do. And like I say, man, people become addicted to the idea. Like, trust me. Like, I, I watch that's it. That's crazy. Yeah. I just told you my brother is the biggest. Like, yo, I'm not going with the yeah. status quo. And you end up in the Popeye's line waiting 30 minutes. Three. Like, <laughs> like at, you know, or an extra 30. Well, extra for so, fucking sandwich. So... I think, like I say, the world just programming, and I be looking. I ain't gonna front like it would be so dope to find like your equal, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody who, and I don't mean like wife, husband. You know what I'm saying? I mean on any level. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times you feel like like the aloneness because it's just like if I see a group of people going this way, you know, it's that whole saying like if. Oh, everybody jump off a bridge. You gonna jump off? Right, right. Exactly. Like just because they tell you at the end of it, seventy five comments and one hundred and fifty likes right, come right. with it. It's like yo, it's gonna make you know whatever, whatever. And that I feel like that's why I'm trying to stand so firm on where I'm standing at with like so many things. Cause I just kind of want to prove to myself like I ain't have to do that to get this. And like I say, I'm partially getting there just from being able to link and network. But I still got this chip where I'm like. I'm not the most, like, see, me and y'all have had conversations, so I can chop it up, talk with y'all, right. or whatever. Like, I'm not the guy who's going around and want to be oh happy-go-lucky mm-hmm. with every single person mm-hmm. and have conversation. Because it's like so many things I'm opinionated about, but it's like, I don't even give up to have the conversation with. Yeah, it's like, like, <laughs> it's just like, for what? And that was, like, that, was the ble- that was the blessing in the beginning part of our friendships and relationship. When you said that initially, you were like, yo, this is like therapy to me. Yeah. Like, I yeah, was I like, yo, that was, and that was the spark off. We, was, we weren't even one year in. And that was a spark off to all of us and be like, oh, I want, I want more artists to feel like he felt like you left that day. I got two people. I got two people in Pittsburgh um, who I rock with. Like, you know, they don't got... 
um, they approached me and was just like, yo, you know, we want to help, whatever, whatever, whatever. They don't know nothing about the business for real. Mm -hmm. They don't got all the information or whatever. Um, and they fully on do what I can. Like, but it was honest from the jump. Like, I don't know everything, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But it was at a time where when you put so much work in your area and nobody seems to acknowledge it. Right. But like people who have no reason to, like, no, yo, like, I'm impressed with whom. So I think the same way with you. Like when I get the phone call, I'll never forget. I'm entering into like KFC. I'll mm -hmm. never forget. And you call it like, yo, I'm, you know, you listen to the project. Mm -hmm. and did it and, like, yo, we ain't just ran this joint back. We just yes. listened to, yo, this is tight. That fresh song. You know, we had them say Right. And it was like, humbly. <laughs> I I listened to the project and I know it was some things on there, as the, the young kids say, slaps. Mm -hmm. It was some things on there that I know were, were really, really good, right? Mm -hmm. um, and people didn't want to acknowledge, didn't acknowledge mm -hmm. it, right? So when you get somebody who acknowledges and sees beyond just like the surface and don't got the ego so involved that, you know, they can share it. Mm -hmm. Because I've been that person, like... Yeah. I've been but you also have to remember, I've been in your shoes. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I remember what you were saying. Even with my first mixtape and the only mixtape, I've been in your shoes and I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And I flipped it. Yeah. I will always love hip hop. I always love it. And may also come back to it in, in sporadic kind of ways. You feel me? But I was in your shoes where nobody knew me. Nobody wanted to share. Interviews were whack. This, that, and the third. That's why I do what I do. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I seen this guy come to my city and perform. Mm -hmm. I ain't know him mm -hmm. at all. He gave me a CD. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna check it out. And they all do. I played it. I was so impressed. Yeah. I called the number on the CD, like, yo. We developed a relationship, friendship through that. Right. Not everything's gonna, you know, make people feel that way, but sure. it's just like certain things become undeniable. It's just like, yo, that's that's tight. Like, I'm not gonna front on that. That's good. So if you've been somebody who's been able to give it, like I said, I this ain't me just talking. Look on YouTube. Did it in a day two. Did it in a day three. Mm -hmm. You can see all the artists from all around this area who I've incorporated, reached out to, and made a part of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Just off the strength. They weren't paying me at that time. Emotion will tell you. Kojo spent a fortune with me. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> rub gas station knots. Like, mm -hmm. and once again, I'm not like money all out of the world but right. at that time I was in I was living a different life right and she'll tell you like it's not cheap to have somebody shut down their studio for a whole day right and she not, did not just do it and then not only did she shut down her studio mm -hmm. she rode around with four video cameras videotaping with her and a crew mm -hmm. that don't happen because oh she just likes me she has a business to run right. so it's just like I did all of that and like giving certain people looks that they never would have. This mm -hmm. thing got played on like the cable access channel, like in my city in Baltimore. I had homeboys in jail. Yo, I heard you talk about me on that DVD you did. They played that joint in jail. Like that was the win. Like what for real? They played. I didn't know they was gonna play it in the jail. The yeah. emotion was so impressed by you know the finished product mm -hmm. and maybe 
with, with you know the money that was spent. Right. Then she like, yo, let me figure out how else that I can put this, this out there. This, right, put it out and there. you know she got it put on these cable access channels, and then like I said, it even played in jails. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like everybody don't give it up in that type of way. Right. And not that I'm doing it for the give it up, mm-hmm. but it's just like if I can acknowledge. If you can acknowledge, and at the time you didn't even know me personally, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If this girl and her mama who don't know me, you know what I'm saying, can come, to, like, I just find it hard to believe that the people that it has directly affected, right. you know what I'm saying, can just like, you know, what I, and it's right. just like, yeah. you know, I had a I had a guy who actually told me like, uh, yo, um, you, you ain't. You know that or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. You know, everybody got to write their own opinion. Yeah. You know, true. I said, um, but that wasn't the tune, you, tone, tune mm-hmm. you were singing. You know, when I incorporated you, made you a part of certain things. Whatever. And his reply was, I did that because you asked me to. So you did something you didn't want to do, do because, because I asked you to. Right. So if I so asked you to go run run through a glass window, you're going to do that Right. No, no. Because I asked you. Yeah. The truth <laughs> you told is you seen some way to make yourself, yep. put yourself in a space. Yeah. You're about to get featured on the DVD. You're featured on the mm-hmm. Like yeah, You know how I'm right. And it's just like, and it kind of messed me up because I, I, I picked that up from my OGs. Mm-hmm. I had older cats in my city who was doing music. When I couldn't afford to go to a studio, when I couldn't afford to get original beats before I could afford anything, who was like, yo, I'm going to take Lil' Kojo in, mm-hmm. you know, because they had more knowledge and ways to do. So I'm just paying it forward because this is what was done with me. Right. So when that happens and like it's looked at, it's just like, like, whatever, you know, trying to uh, like trying to play me. And mm-hmm. I get with the angle was because, you, you know, you said the jealousy. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, envy breeds jealousy. It you does. know what I'm saying? It does. So. I get it. And I ain't, you know, once again, mad about it, but it, it does show me like a overall picture that, yo, no matter what you do, um, people going to always have something to say, For sure. you know. So in that, I don't want to ever be the person that people, I'm just big on this. Like, I don't want to give nobody nothing over me. Like, so yo, I will go, I will go, I will go to the end of the earth. Like before, and once again, it could be my stubbornness. It could no, be, no, 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 no. Because I, I, I do get, as they say, it's like a give and take. Like right. I'm so, I'm so on it mm-hmm. that like, uh, we was talking about self sabotaging on the with uh, a Michelle mm-hmm. and um and uh Singleton or whatever. And it's like I can look at some of the things I've done and how I've carried things mm-hmm. to be said in society's eyes. Right. But guess what? I promise you, I can sleep at night. Yeah, Yo, facts. I can't sleep when I've told people this, um, and I some of it's criminal, so I won't say it. Yeah, like on him, but I, <laughs> I will say is I've 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 had in my opinion, like in my whole life, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've always like paid attention, like extra attention, because I had this. My pops was like big politically wise mm-hmm. in the city, so like I got treated differently from like jump. So I've always had this target on my back so mm-hmm. I person I purpose purposely was like yo I gotta move different I'm getting judged differently people don't give me the same thing that they give everybody else they won't overlook it so right. all right cool so yo I got 
moments where I consider like, dang, that's some sucker shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, girl, you like like this some sucker shit, right? Right. And I I sat with it. So one of them I can I can speak about, um, because you know statute of limitation and all that. Yeah, it is. But like um, <laughs> so where for me I um streets hustling right um. I know how much my mom put into raising right. me and my siblings and, you know, vowing that she didn't want us involved in things. But um, her husband was addicted to crack. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want her to marry him. She ended up doing it anyway. You know, she my mom. She could do what she wants. Right. I sold crack to him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, unbeknown to her, right? Um, at the time. She knows now. Right. right? I sold crack to him, and the the thing that I didn't want my the person I didn't want my mother to be with, like I gave into his your name, yeah, mm-hmm. his thing, which dig for the money, mm-hmm. right? So another reason why I'm not moved by my, because I did that and I see. How it destroyed and how it fucked up stuff. Because you 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 saw the price of, of where where it was and, and what that value what that value was. Right. Yeah, so you used to watch it. You like, I, damn, yo, like you really slowly yeah. watch a person's life go from there, slowly, slowly kill themselves. So, I don't even want to do this shit no more. So super 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 duper sucker shit. Right. Right. And like you say, at what cost? At like what cost? Like dog. Right. Show mama, like you right. know. <laughs> so now, I tell her, even in times like this, years ago, mm-hmm. and I say to her, um, and I get it kind of messed me up because when I post it, I've posted about like, yo, I went from this place to that place, and sometimes she'll comment, and I won't even write back, like, nah, stop commenting, no, my because she'll say like, my king, she like. You know, people change, you know, right. I forgive you for that, da, 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 da. And we've had conversations about it. Right. But it's just like, I ain't forgave myself. Sure. I, I'm not happy with myself mm-hmm. because you raised me to be better than that. Mm-hmm. I let you down. Like, that was her her saying. But, you know, I, I for, raised three kids. But forgiveness starts with self. No, no, for sure. Right. And, but, and that's where I think the hardest part where people say, yo, you need to forgive this person. You need to forgive that. I don't got nothing to get. I do. I don't forgive myself. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I know like, you know, that's toxic, right? Right. I haven't made it to a place where I understand how to um, break that. Because I'm one of those people who when bad things or certain things happen, mm-hmm. I think about how I am the reason behind. Like, that's, hey, that's, I, that's accountability. And a lot of people don't hold a level of accountability to themselves. That, that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you and I are cut from a very similar cloth like that. Like, I'm that person. Like, I, my mother used to tell me when she was in a situation, she said, don't let nobody do anything for you that you can't do for your damn self. Go without first. And I'm still that person to this day. And it's, it's just, it's innately in me. Like, I'm always like, look, I ain't got $2 to rub together, but shit, I'm going to go hungry today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we never want anybody to hold anything over our head. However, that also goes to the level of self-detriment. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you won't reach out because of that factor. You won't reach out and say, I need help. Or mm-hmm. I need you to get me to whatever this next level is. Or I need you to get me out of this funk. You won't reach out. And sometimes 
<laughs> we gotta reach and reach back. You know what I'm saying to you? And and it's just like I've been in that funk and in that situation of not being able to accept that help. But I had to stop. And that was one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I stopped music for a minute. Because I was like, yo, I'm going to do this shit on my own. Everything I'm going to do, I'm going to do by myself. Don't, I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. And reality, I did. No, no. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that, 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 that is a, that's a fact. I, um, but that's the scary part. It is. When you convince yourself. I'm just gonna be. I'm going to be. I'm gonna be the exception to the rule. Yeah. See, I'm not one of those people who like the whole thing. Like everybody goes through this, or yeah. everybody ain't done that before. I don't want to be part of that everybody. Like, am I wrong? Like, you know, my niece is getting older. Right? Right. You know, the boys, and you know, I know it's coming. You know, I know the idea of that. Yeah. So when me and my brother be chopping it up, and he'll be like, "Yeah, you know." Uh, you know, I gotta be, you know, open to, 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 to and I get, yeah, you do gotta be open. Like these, you know, she's growing as a young woman, but I got a cousin who grew up in the hood, right? Who her brother was killed. Mm-hmm. Her little sister has a bunch of children. Um, her dad wasn't in her life. Her mom was a single mom for real, and all of this. And she graduated top of her class. At a Naples, from Naples High mm-hmm. with a 4.96. Uh, went to college, graduated with honors, partners with Robert Towson. She did it. So right. you can't tell me that you can't be the exception. Because your environment the, should not dictate every, your, your situation. In every right. single, I gotta say, you know, every single nigga mm-hmm. in the, my, 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 the neighborhood I grew up in always said, Boy, your cousin's bad. Everybody wanted her, but couldn't get her. Right. Because her mom wouldn't allow her to let them. Like she wouldn't even speak down like that. Right. Like, and and once again, because she was in a different space. Like mm-hmm. she decided early that like I don't want that. That's yep. not yeah. like she is standing. I'm, I'm seeing my I'm seeing my I'm seeing my brother mm-hmm. out here hustling. Yeah. And he's running through him. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you think I'm about to let one of you. Make me just another one on are you another s- one of your baby mama. Right. Are you sick? So <laughs> now, baby mama number twenty five. But with but with Future. that that's right. <laughs> but but with that, you know, I do see the people say it's like an inhuman gene. Mm-hmm. Because with that, like she's super disconnected as far as like family. She don't like <laughs> she doesn't value like some of the things that we learn to value through right. whatever, whatever. But she has set a precedence that now her daughter is on the way to study in Paris because this was the, you know, as far as college, mm-hmm. like. Because that was speaks, a precedent that was set. Speaks separate. five languages. Right. Fluently. Damn. Plays ten instruments. Mm-hmm. Like, and is a poet. Can write like, you know, no other. But that's what, that's, that's breaking generational curses. That's. Setting the precedent and saying, "Hey, look, I've done all this shit. This is where I'm at. I need you to be better and even better than me. And that's the greatness that we all need to aspire to. So, look, I ain't gonna take up no more of your yeah. time tonight. But sure, man, we go talk. We could talk all time. You know, you we know me. You chop yeah, 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 yeah. business. But you know what I'm saying? Look, awesome show, amazing show, Thank as you. always. I got the same damn cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But I appreciate you. Man, I appreciate you, you for reaching out. Thanks for allowing me to come and be a part. Um, I Actually, just want to say your reach out and before you go into the your reach out has inspired other people to reach out, dope. whether you know it or not. But it's it's so great. But go ahead. I'm I sorry. just want to let everybody know. Um, anybody getting married anytime soon? I do do weddings. Yes, he does. So, I've seen um, it happen. Um, <laughs> I went from I went from Baltimore to St. Thomas. Like I'm from Annapolis, but I've done a wedding in Baltimore last year, mm-hmm. which earned me to do a wedding in St. Thomas this year. Which after that wedding in St. Thomas, somebody at the resort seen me perform and came to me and asked me to do their wedding in May of next year in Paris. So, um, mm. I do uh, custom, you know, uh, poetry, spoken word, whatever you want to call it. I don't consider myself a rapper. Can we call this? Uh, can we call it? Can we title this? I'm not a rapper. I'm a visionary. Okay, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not a rapper. Yeah, I'm a visionary. I, yeah, I, I don't want to get misconstrued with these other guys out here. I'm mm. not a rapper. I'm a visionary. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and I'm I'm looking to inspire everybody else mm-hmm. not to be me, but be your own set of visionary. Right. Because being a rapper just simply it ain't gotta, enough. We, yeah, we <laughs> got to do more. So bookkojo at gmail.com. Follow me everywhere at kojo four four zero. Um, just keep up with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am missed a hundred shows a year right now. I'm on show. I just did show seventy four yesterday, so it's twenty six more before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I want to thank we the only Kickstand. got a couple more months to go. I want to thank the Kickstand Podcast for being genuine, thank for you. being real, thank and you, and for being honest. As far as like we've had conversations, and it's just like yo, I, I feel the realness coming from off both of y'all, <laughs> and that's you. You can't buy that. To no. me, that's priceless. Thank you. And for anybody who has not followed the Kickstand Podcast, who has not listened to the Kickstand Podcast, who has not made it your business to be in tune with what they're doing, you are truly, truly, truly dropping the ball. And I will tell you that to your face. I appreciate um, it. Once again, thank you all, man, for having me. Um, I did have a little... Uh, Drinking my cup, but I promise you that's not what's talking. The question is, do you have real? <laughs> so yeah, man. We're oh no, that. yeah, yeah, we working on that. <laughs> so, um, once again, man, thank y'all. Excellent show. Thank, thank y'all you. for allowing me to come through, man. This is wonderful. I like I said, I'm beyond appreciative because, like I said, I got I know a bunch of people who I've worked with for a long, long time. Um, and you know. When you meet genuine people, because even though some of those people, you know, they pick and choose like their times. And I don't just mean like on, you know, uh, media. Mm-hmm. I just mean in any capacity. And it's just like it's, it's always good to run into people who like really care about what it is they do. Yeah. Um, my man was making beats before we started this. <laughs> like he didn't just show up to the show and just like, all right, whatever. He made beats up. He was working on the beat up until we said, let's go. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. that type of dedication. That's Which just, is a level of customization that a lot of people don't understand. Right. Like that's that's what those beats are every single week. That's just that's just different. So yeah. man, shout out to you. Thank shout you. Shout out to the Kicked In Podcast. Absolutely. It's your boy Kojo High Flow, and I'm sounding out like <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So don't forget, uh, Fear, false evidence appearing real. Let me tell you something. Don't ever be afraid to reach out. Your network is your network. And I I know that sounds as corny as it could be, but the reality is you network with people, you find out some of the most interesting shit. And I remember real quick, and this is gonna be my last thing before I wrap it up. I remember being a kid that was so super introverted and so super within this stuff, especially when my grandmother my grandmother died when I was 10. And I remember being wearing black every day, all day. No matter what it was. And that was how depressed I was. And just at a point 
Like, I would never reach out. That translated into what I was doing musically and all of those things. Now, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in my 30s. <laughs> Damn, they're about to be in my 40s. But I, I don't care anymore. And I'm like, yo, be bold, be brave, be brazen. You know what I'm saying? So, um, don't forget you can find us on Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, tune in. We're going to have some Patreon stuff coming up. Don't forget that the YouTube show will be coming up soon as well. So make sure y'all check out for that. And we'll start posting links for that as well. But um, other than that, I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm OB. And this is the Kickstand Podcast. And we out this matter. Shit, y'all. <laughs>